0: Hey everyone, Um, welcome back. It's nice to be back. I hope you all are staying home and staying safe in this uh, COVID-19 virus that's going on, unfortunately. Um, It's crazy, like, that was just Winston, my dog, if you could hear him. He likes to make noises because he's a little chubbo. Um, anyways, you might hear him in the background every once in a while, but no, um, wow. I just, I'm going to take a minute and talk about this COVID-19 and just say how surreal it is. it is. It doesn't even feel like it's real. It feels like a nightmare. Um, It's just insane. And this social distancing has just been not fun. (laughs) But, you know, we all got to make the most of it. We all have to realize our blessings. Because in the end, I mean, we all do have something to be thankful for. I mean, if you really think about it and dig in, we all have something that God has blessed us with. And he's going to continue to. And he's still going to. I mean, he's, it's in the Bible. He's not going to let us ruin this earth. Even though it looks like it. He's not. Anyone who has faith out there. Even just faith as small as a mustard seed. That's all you need. And he's going to bless you. And he's going to come through for you. His plans for you are to prosper you. Not for harm. That's not what he wants. That's what the enemy wants. The enemy plans, you know... He plans this evil. And that's what he wants for us. But God turns it into good. So... That's enough of my preaching and my little sermon here. Um, But honestly, this is just a season, you guys. We're just going through a season right now. And we're going to get past this. Just stay strong. Hang in there. Keep healthy. Stay home as much as you can. You know, even I didn't realize how serious this was with the virus and that, you know, you could be a carrier for up to two weeks and not even know it and you're spreading it around. It's just, it's, it's just insane. Like it's just unimaginable, but it, it is what it is. You know, I mean, I think there's more to it than what they're saying, but that's just my opinion. So, you know, who cares about mine my little two cents but that's just me um but just you know let's just comply to what they want us to do and just keep moving forward and staying in faith and staying strong and just take this opportunity right now to just reflect and look look back on your life and you know we can't project the future only god holds our future but you can project on your life and you can project on where you've made mistakes and where you want to correct things and fix them and you know what this is just a lesson learned it really truly is and this is another lesson and ultimately the bottom line is you're going to come out learning something from this, good or bad, or both, you know, and one of them is you're going to realize character of people, people's character, like, look at what they're doing right now, going into the grocery stores, hoarding, like, loading up on pasta and and tomato sauces and meats and veg, I mean, all of this stuff is going to rot and spoil, like, what are you doing? It's not like Our food supply is going to end. It's still going to keep coming. I mean, the virus isn't affecting our our grocery supply and our essentials. So what are you doing? So that shows people's character. It just really shows. Unfortunately, it shows just how greedy and how self-serving and selfish people truly are. And people out there that, you know, you really see who your real people are, or who your real tribe is. And you know what I mean by tribe is your people who back you up, your people who truly love and care about you. Are they there for you? Are they just giving you a shout out? Are they just messaging you? Just to see how you are, you know? And if they're not, you know the real character of those people. And how fake they are. Because the people out there truly loved you and cared about you. They'd be messaging you. They'd be wanting to help you. They would want to know how you're doing. Despite everything that's going on. It's like this is some tough, serious stuff that's going on right now. And I just want to make sure you're okay. You know, um, you're going to really, really identify who the people are in your life right now through this crisis. And that's going to be the true learning lesson. And after we get through all this, you're going to know who your real tribe is. You're going to know who your real people are. Because if they can't even, if they can't even spare a breath, To see how you're doing. They don't even deserve a smile from you, and that's not being—that's not that you're not being a Christian because you're still a Christian, but even Jesus had to turn people away eventually who just kept hurting and kept hurting him. It's just eventually, you know, you have to cut people out who you really identify and see who their true character is because that's just such a disappointment and people you don't want in your tribe and in your corner because eventually they're going to be the ones that turn against you because they always are and the ones that continuously hurt you whether they mean to or not. They still hurt you. And just because they don't mean to, does that mean you still have to keep accepting it? No. You have every right to cut that out of your life because it's not serving you. And you can try and try to help these people, but people, ladies, and gentlemen out there, you cannot fix broken. I've tried. Many times. And as much as you try, you cannot fix broken. If broken doesn't want to be fixed and broken isn't going to go and try and fix themselves, you can't fix them. They have to do it themselves. And they have to work on themselves. You can't make them do it. Which means you are deserving And you do not have to stay in that brokenness with that broken person and continue to let them hurt you and lie to you and deceive you. Because that's all it is. It's a vicious cycle that keeps going on and on and on. And you keep trying to battle it. You keep trying to fight it. You keep trying to fix it. You want to fix it because you see the potential. You see what it can be. But you're the only one seeing it because if broken doesn't see it and broken doesn't fix broken, you can't fix it. You just, you absolutely cannot fix it, no matter how hard you try. I've been there and I've tried many times. And then you eventually get to the point of exhaustion, emotionally exhausted and mentally drained. And then it turns into resentment anger and bitterness and then you just snap because it's like why can not why can broken not just get what I'm saying to them they just don't get it no matter how hard you try they will not get it because they don't see it so at that point if they're not willing to come in and try to fix the situation you can't force it and that's where your anger comes from is from you trying to force it and trying to fix it when broken doesn't want to fix it because they don't see their brokenness and they're just bringing you into their brokenness they're bringing you into their toxicness And then you're stuck in it and you don't even know how you got in it because you were trying to fix it. And then you're angry and you're bitter and you're resentful and you're like, that's when you explode and then you're the bad guy. Then you're the bad guy. And then you have to look at yourself in the mirror the next day and be like, who is this person? Who is this person that broken has turned me into? That's not you. It wasn't me. You can't fix broken people. I've tried a few times with a few different people and it just doesn't work. And I've learned my lesson and this is what I'm teaching you guys right now. Or educating you on. Or maybe you already know. I'm sure you already know from listening to my last podcast. It's, it's tough. It's tough. And we're not saying that we're all perfect. Because we're not. But you want to know what it comes down to. If you can accept your issues and your brokenness. And you're humble about it and you accept it and you acknowledge it and you're forthcoming with it and you express it from the beginning so that people know what they're dealing with and can navigate through it. You're a good person because you're not hiding. You're not hiding behind this mask, behind this facade because you're scared what people are going to think of you or how they're going to perceive you because how they think of you how they perceive you the mask that's how they see you but eventually that mask comes off layer by layer like an onion and then your full persona comes out and then you've basically manipulated this person into thinking you were something else that you weren't and then you wonder why Shit's not working. You wonder why, why is this person so angry at me all the time? Why is this person criticizing me? Why is this person so critical? Why is this person pointing out all my wrongs? Because you were never forthcoming and forthright in the first place with this person. So the mask is coming off. Everything's coming off. You're naked and we see it all. But you're still out there trying to grab the mask to cover yourself up as this person that you tried to perceive yourself to be in the very beginning that you're not. And then you wonder why you're losing relationships. People are walking away from you. People are leaving. Because you've given them nothing but empty Car- I don't even know how to say it. What? Empty car- carcasses of what they thought you were? Empty masks? Empty promises? Lies? Lies? Yeah. And then you wonder why everyone leaves and walks away. Because you're not honest from the beginning. That's what it's about, People. When you enter a relationship, make sure it is upfront and honest from the very beginning because you will waste your time. Just like I have. So, I just also, you know, through this whole thing, I want to thank you all. For accepting my last guest, who you all know who she is now. Thank you for listening to her side. Thank you for the comments that I've gotten from people. It's been a blessing and it's been so eye opening. And I just, you know, I really appreciate all the um, feedback and encouragement. And just thank you for accepting her. And, you know, she's part of the story. And I very much appreciate her for coming on. She was amazing. And, you know, she really did help me through this whole thing. Um, but going back to... Now I'm trying to go back to the last episode before she came on. And I think that was right before... Um, he got arrested. So, um, you know what? I was so blessed that God had put the right people in my path to help me through this whole situation. And that really fought for me and my son. And um, once the uh, detective, the uh, domestic violence investigator detective really pulled the whole case together got got a warrant um and actually got it uh raised to a million dollars which you all know um he eventually had the warrant to go out and arrest my ex-husband and he put um what is it the uh It's something when they trace the cell. Bing him or something. Um, I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about. Um, But they were were able to trace the cell phone and bing him and pull him over and arrest him. Which he was not happy about. (laughs) Obviously not. Um, But... I'm going to go back here for a minute, because I want to read you guys a letter that my ex had written me. Um, And it's so funny, because before he had written me this letter, it was a Mother's Day letter. And um, a couple weeks prior to this, he had told me what a horrible mother I was. And he was out there spreading all these rumors about me and telling everyone what a horrible mother I was and that I was just strung out on alcohol and Xanax and that I didn't even get up out of bed in the mornings, that basically I just slept all day and didn't get up until the nighttime and that, He felt like he was a single dad, which was totally untrue. And anyone that knows me knows that I'm up like at the crack of dawn, you know, I was helping get, getting our son ready for school. And, um, it was like a team effort. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to put him down. Like he did the same thing. Like we both got up, we got our son ready for school together like we did the whole thing together It was a team effort and because our son's school was on the way to his gym he would take him and drop him off and then go to the gym I mean well uh, well (laughs) that's what I thought he was doing but you know what I honestly I'm not gonna put him down because we did that together I wasn't in bed and passed out and slept till, like, the evening time. Like, and anyone who really knows me will contest to that. Like, no. she. I was at the gym every freaking morning doing my step classes, lifting weights, doing my workouts. Like, I still do. Like, I'm really into health and fitness. And anyone that knows me knows that. Um. So... It was just so shocking that he was gro- going around spreading this around about me. It was sad, and it was just so like unbecoming because it was so untrue. Um, it was uh, a <laughs> it was undeserving. Really, I, I I didn't deserve any of this, but you know. Um, people that really know me, my real my real friends, my real tribe, my real people who don't wear their mask, who really love me, they they knew and they know that I was a good mother. I'm still a good mother and then I was at the gym every morning. Um you know, I used to teach step aerobics classes. I mean, like hello. But anyway, so this is a letter that He had written me just basically, I think this was just trying to save his ass and to save grace and to make himself look good. Because, you know, basically he was losing his wallet, which was me. Um, But I'm going to read this verbatim. Anyone who ever wants to see this, I can take screenshots and show you because this is true right here. This is true letters right here. I got it right here. I'm sure you can hear the papers. Um, but he wrote, and he's, he was always so dramatic, just so you know. Um, so, my dearest Carla, I wanted to write you something special for Mother's Day. With all that has taken place, I feel that no matter what I write, it will never have the desired effect. Yet, I must, as you are most deserving. Another letter is coming, but I wanted to make this only about your special day. Liam is truly a lucky little boy to have you as his mother. You are loving and kind, and I love how you fuss and worry over him. Even when the man in me takes over, I wanna raise my cub to be a lion. It makes me smile. I truly appreciate your sweet, tender touch. Your caress and sweetness balances me, and he truly needs and loves his mama. What would he do without his nightly tickles, his endless vitamins, and your kisses, and your warm heart? When he is sick or has anxiety, there is no one better equipped on this planet, and we both are beyond lucky to have you in our lives. You are and always have been the glue that has held this family together. And our beautiful house is just a house without you because you make it a home. We created a beautiful and special child together. Thank you for everything that you are, everything that you have been, And no doubt, everything that you will continue to be. I know that I would have turned out a better human being had I had as much love and caring as you bestow upon Liam, us, your boys. We are your boys. I love you, Carla, and I will continue to love you as long as I breathe. I know that your name will be on my last breath, and I hope I am lucky enough to be holding your hand as I pass from this world, but not yet. No, not yet. Happy Mother's Day, my beautiful wife. You are the light in our little boy's eyes, and you are everything to us. Your class and your grace are unparalleled. And your kindness is beyond measure and your un What is this undefined love for us is just heaven. <gasps> I made many mistakes in my life, but you as a mother to my son is not one of them. Actually, it is the best thing I have ever done. Happy Mother's Day. From your boys with the utmost love and humility, always your loving husband, Laszlo. Wow. Okay, people, I know you heard that and I know you're thinking like wow, that was um yeah, that was amazing. That was a rock star letter right there. It truly was. It was awesome, it was amazing, it was loving, and it touched my heart. And I loved every part of it. I just wished that it would have been true. Man, this person had a mask. Because this person who wrote this letter was not the same individual I was married to. That was a total, total mask, like a different person. Because the person who wrote this letter is the husband that I would have wanted. But it wasn't. And that's, why, that's what he knew. He knew that I wanted this person. He knew that this is the person I would have wanted as my husband. So that's why he wrote it. It's, the manip- it's manipulation, you guys. Manipulation at its finest. And that's what these narcissists do. You know, I mean, because he he's, here he is writing this letter to me. And then what, a few hours later, he's out with one of his other women. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. But none of this makes sense. So all I have to say is basically that just validates that I was a good mother. And so everything you said about me to try to do the smear campaign, which is what they do, the smear campaign, after you you just don't want anything to do with them, that validates and confirms that, no, I was a good mom. Because if I was so bad, why would you write that? Um, but anyway, so, you know, after all this, after everything happened, he got pinged, he got arrested... You know, we had to eventually go to trial, which was extremely hard. Well, actually, I'm going to roll that back. We didn't go to trial. We almost went to trial. But he pulled back once he found out that his second wife was going to fly in and testify against him. Now, I don't know what she had against him. Um, Because the uh, attorneys, the um, DA, the investigators, there was just some things that were confidential and they couldn't let me know. Um, So that was a little hard. So I didn't know exactly what she had against him, but she had something. Ultimately, they basically just told me he's a really bad guy. There was some things he did, some things he did with his ex-wife, like... That's why they wanted to fly her in. They actually had expedited her a passport because she was in Australia to fly her out here. And she's going to testify on my behalf and just like what he did to her. Because basically they were just trying to get a history of him, a pattern to show that he has a pattern. I'm not the first... It, it, I'm not the first woman. He has a pattern. He has many women before me. And there's more after me. And there's even stuff that I know that I don't really care to know, but I know. And there's stuff that I still know that I don't really care to know that he's done over there in Europe now in Hungary where he's at after he got deported. And just things that he's done to his family that it's just, it's mind blowing and it's going to be mind blowing to you guys, but because I lived it and I was married to him, I'm not surprised. I'm really not, but, um, it's just a lot. It's a lot to take in. So, um, on my next episode, I'm going to go into how the DA was going to fly one of his ex-wives out here they were gonna expedite her passport to get her out here to testify. And once he found out from his attorney that she was gonna testify on my behalf and against him, that he just pled out because there's obviously some dirty little secret going on there that he didn't want getting out. And um I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna tell you guys how hard it was for me to go up and testify against my ex-husband, you know, against a man that I loved and that I was married to and was with for 14 years and have a child with. I'm it it was not easy. And um for you ladies out there, I know there's men out there dealing with this too and I'm sorry I'm not trying I'm not trying to, you know, like minority you know like making you not like the one my, my my minority i'm i'm really not i'm sorry but for you women out there i'm i know that you're dealing with what i've dealt with and i understand and i'm compassionate and i have a lot of empathy towards it because it's not easy it wasn't easy for me to go up there and um sit and look at my abuser and my predator, basically the person who I thought loved me and who was on my team and on my tribe and to look at him and see just the, um, I didn't know who he was to realize that I never knew who this man truly was. And to see like the evil in his eyes and him looking at me, just with such anger and hate and feeling so small so small up there and having to testify against him and seeing him shackled and in chains and in that orange jumpsuit from jail and how traumatizing that was for me and having to relive that night that he assaulted me and just feeling so like surreal, like this wasn't my life, and like how how did this come to this like how did it come to this point where we're at right now in this moment, and it's just like, wow, it's so surreal, and just like why? Why Why did it have to come to this? Um, There was just so much going through my mind at that time that it was just so hard to really, really, like, process it all. Because at that moment, you're just in um, survival mode. And I know you ladies know what I'm talking about that have been there. Um, so yeah, in my next episode, I'm going to get into that. I'm going to talk to you guys and tell you about what I went through when I had to go through, um, the court system and I had to see him and I had to testify against him and just seeing him for the first time coming. Oh, oh my goodness. You guys, it was just mind blowing. Uh, I wouldn't wish this upon my worst enemy, but it's I got to tell you guys this, it's really helpful and I think I'm going to help someone out there and this message might be for you and I really want to help you. Um, Anyways, I just want to thank you for listening and just, you know, protect yourselves, stay home. You know, even, even you young ones who think that, you know, you'll catch it and you'll be over it and you probably will. But think about your loved ones who may not, they may not recover from this COVID-19. So just really take that into consideration and really humble, yourself, humble yourselves. Just stay home and pray and do what you need to do at home. Do all the things you've been just putting off because now is the time to do it. That's what I'm doing. You guys can do it. We'll get through this together. I'm going to pray for you all. And um, just thank you for listening. And I will talk with you guys next week. And you guys have an awesome night. Thank you.